0: So just finished off with a segment with the Break Room Balladeer. Interesting. I know. Uh, he's actually just taking a hiatus off Anchor, so I was happy to be able to draw him back in. Sorry, family, that I took him away for a little bit. But if you're looking for a fresh perspective and a guy who's completely humble with a lot of experience in music, we got a few musicians on here today, it seems. Make sure you check out this next guest, Mr. Jeremiah Craig. Hey, Mr. Jeremiah Craig, how's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, fantastic. Welcome to Anchorthon 2017. That's
1: what I'm talking about. <laughs> how's it going so far?
0: Oh, I can't believe I've already been at it for five hours.
1: Wow. How you feeling? Good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I've been taking a break from Anchor, so... It's been, it's, it's nice to see that, that you're kicking ass with this. I appreciate it,
0: man. I'm happy to bring you back for a little bit. You know it. So what, uh, what caused the step away?
1: Oh, just, uh, the last week of the year, I always go home and just spend time with the family. So usually if I'm doing something, I'm a hundred percent doing that. So that's what, that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So how was the holidays? Good. I hope. Oh yeah, it's been great uh flew back uh east so i'm I'm in upstate New York right now, uh hanging out with the parents and my brother, and you know just having a jolly old time.
0: <laughs> sounds good mm-hmm. so how uh before you went back home, how was the break room balladier going?
1: Oh, it's going great, man I was uh really surprised with how well it took. On LinkedIn I mean I was sort of expecting it to do fairly decent on that because you know it just makes sense for it to to do well there Mm -hmm. but you know it got 500 views within the first 48 hours so uh, and that's native LinkedIn that's the first time I've posted anything of that length on native LinkedIn video so you know just uploading a video straight to LinkedIn um rather than linking it from YouTube. So it was a really cool test for that reason. And the response that I got from it was really, really good. YouTube, it has over 2,000 views now. So I'm looking forward to using this data and anal- analytics to reach out to more folks here next week when I get back.
0: Sweet. I'm, I'm happy yeah. for you. I hope this does
1: Thank well. you. Thank you. Yeah, so far so good.
0: So what's uh what's your overall experience with Anchor been like?
1: It's been it's been awesome. I mean, just the engagement, calling people uh out of the blue to talk about whatever is on their station or uh, people calling me out of the blue to talk about whatever I'm talking about, it's it's really cool to have that engagement because even though I might not feel like I'm talking about anything important at any one time, people will people will still call in because it it's important to them or it struck uh, a, a, on a level with them, and for them to reach out is is a really interesting experience for me. Um, and like like you, how you reached out that first time that I was on that I put my first post on anchor uh, I didn't expect it so it's interesting to me to be a part of that and have it be normal now like it's 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 okay for me to feel like if I listen to somebody's station to call in and that sort of was my uh, thing heading into this week is if I listen to somebody's station I want to call in and contribute to their station because you know they had affected me during that day so I feel like I should I guess return the favor if they want that and sometimes you know it's there they publish it and sometimes it doesn't go along with their new segment because I listened to it uh their segments from yesterday you know 24 hours so but just for me to reach out to them is is really important to me because they made an effect on my day and it got to the point where I am not listening to anything else really uh so I'm just listening to it to anchor whenever i listen to anything and it's sort of a different experience to me because usually i listen to music but now i find myself listening to people's music when they post it on anchor like through spotify or whatever right so it's definitely been a paradigm shift for me And I like it.
0: Yeah, it seems like the common theme today for everybody is the unexpected level of genuine engagement the anchor has to offer.
1: No doubt. Yeah, it's it's really cool because, you know, it's even better than the way that radio is set up and how you could call into talk shows, but, you know, you never get on because they have to make room for commercials. They have to make room for this and that. But because you have pretty much all day and this is your thing you could post everybody's Mm call-ins and a lot of people do so it's it's really it's a really excellent platform in that respect to be like if you call in more than likely you'll get published um if it's if it you know if you don't want it to be private or if it fits into the segment right you know so it's really cool to have that level of engagement and to have that community, which is really what it is. You just start doing Anchor and all of a sudden you have, ev- you have Anchor in common with everybody and everybody is cool with that. So uh, I just think that's really special.
0: Yeah, no, I like I said, it's just been a game changer because even the develops that I've kind of, uh, the habits I've developed here on Anchor, I've been able to translate off of Anchor and then have more impact in my daily life. And of course, I didn't need the excuse to have an app to do that, but it's just the way it kind of played out.
1: Right. So, and did you feel that way on any other social media platforms or did they ever connect with you like Anchor does?
0: No, because I've always been more comfortable conveying my story through audio and Mm -hmm. I have no rhythm and I can't hold a note. So singing was never a good way to tell my story. Mm -hmm. And for things like YouTube, you had to record a video. And I think for YouTube, unfortunately because production has become so easy and cheap compared to what it used to be, as long as you have time or a little bit of uh, cash to either buy a little bit better of a camera or use some sort of editing software, which is things that I never really got interested in. If you couldn't keep your video to a certain level of professional touch to it or professionalism, you got overlooked really easily. And yep. here on Anchor, it's, everybody's going raw pretty much for the most part. And if you want to do the extra work to become highly produced, more power to you. But they made it really hard to do that compared to yeah. just simply holding your phone to your ear and recording. So, it was it was like the right app at the right time in my life at the right moment.
1: Yeah, I get that. I definitely understand that. Uh, I feel the same way. I never I guess I connected with Twitter on on some level, but even then it wasn't like, I wanted to be there all the time. I want to be on Anchor all the time. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm on the verge of being addicted to this thing. Yep.
0: And I think for me, too, like, with almost every single app, I was late to the party on purpose. Because I didn't want to be the fanboy jumping onto something popular. I wanted to see what it was going to look like. And then if it was something I really wanted to be a participant in. Mm-hmm. And Anchor was the first app that I downloaded I listened to and within a week I was like, no, like I'm not a fanboy. Like this is actually a legit cool thing. I don't care if everybody else is jumping in on it. I'm on it.
1: Right. And now you're being an innovator and doing like the first twenty four hour broadcast. So you're testing the limits of this app right now.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. The the overnight shift is still a little bare. So We'll see what happens, but I'm booked through <laughs> until, I think, midnight.
1: Ah. Uh, are you going to try to cold call people?
0: Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what people are in different time zones and then cross-reference their anchor station to, like, their Instagram or Twitter to see where they're from so I'm not waking people up at 4 a.m. Because mm-hmm. um, I want to do well with a 24-hour show, but I also don't want to be blatantly disrespectful to people's sleeping schedules. Right. So we'll kind of see what happens. Um, I'm still reaching out to people, though in like Australia, um, Philippines, and Singapore and stuff to oh. try to try to get them to come on Anchor if they've never been here before. And we'll see what happens. Nice. Like I said, I with this, it was so kind of random. And I didn't really want to put too much effort into it because I know no matter how hard I tried, there'd be a lot to learn from mm-hmm. orchestrating a big show like this. So I kind of went in expecting to completely mess it up. And then just be happy for the good experiences that come from it.
1: So awesome! I'm not going yeah, to stress about it. That's the way to do it. How do you feel? And I don't. I haven't been listening today, so you'll have to excuse me if you already answered this question. How do you feel that this 24-hour anchorthon will help you going into 2018? Like, are is this is this sort of a energizing note? or something to close out 2017 in? How are, you, how are you looking at this?
0: So part of it was, um, so one of my unique talents, I would say, is finding things in one aspect of life and learning how to apply them to what's relevant to me right now. And Robert Kiyosaki, who's a business guru, talked about how when he first got into sales, he picked up a second job, part-time selling, to increase his experience being a salesman to decrease his learning curve in his main job. So to give him more pretty much touches on trying to close deals. Mm -hmm. And next year I'm pushing it back to February uh, because of lack of preparation on my part, I'm doing a 92nd show where I'm going to be doing 92nd podcast. So one or two questions, I'm trying to pull mainly guests who aren't on Anchor yet. I'm sure the first few will be Anchor Nights just because they're already here and I want to be able to produce content right away. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning one, um, a few of these guests aren't on Anchor, have never seen Anchor, aren't really active on social, and I got them to create an account, to go through the steps of me being able to call them, to use the scheduling platform, and so I got acquainted with that process? You know, how do I take someone who's never been on anchor before and make sure that I can call them and schedule it and orchestrate it. And then also because I'm doing a standard interview only show, um, interviewing essentially 48 guests over a 24 hour period of time allows me to see some of the problems that occur with scheduling with people with app issues and kind of decrease my learning curve. Because right. with a 90-second show, you figure I can interview 20 people almost in an hour successfully and produce content, if I'm doing weekly, for 20 weeks in a day, in an yeah. hour of one day. So kind of using this as a way to quickly learn what I need to learn to be able to do that successfully.
1: That's really cool. I like that, that outlook. You're going, going big to learn something and then bringing it back, scaling it way down And being able to be the expert and hone your skills just for those 90 seconds. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, and for me, too, I just like asking questions and learning interesting stories about people. So I've been able to tease out some really interesting backgrounds from people that I had absolutely no idea. Like Wow. Jesse Music was on here. And if anybody else is listening, make sure you check out his interview. But, like, he's performed for President Bush. And crowds of 50,000 people. And he talks about how he got into that.
1: Wow. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to go back.
0: <laughs> like stuff like that. And uh, you know, different guests and different backgrounds. And that was really my goal. Cause I feel like a lot of us are in the same social circle for the most part who are on the show. So a lot of us have heard the same stories recycled on different people's stations. So I was really trying to tease out, you know, what's, what's something slightly unique that maybe we haven't heard before.
1: Good stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go back and check that. Thank you.
0: No, absolutely. So uh, what's in store for Mr. Jeremiah Craig for 2018?
1: Just trying to push music as much as possible. You know, Break Room Balladeer. uh, I'm going to try to release singles as much as possible. Uh, It'll help that I'll be releasing singles from my college band's album that we never released. So every month I'll probably be releasing at least a single from that but also singles from my new music that I have. And I have a, a good 10 or 12 songs that I can release every month. So I have enough to do two singles, to release two singles a month until probably July
0: nice. right now.
1: And, but my writing isn't going to stop. So my goal is to release at least two singles a month, hopefully more.
0: Now for the new guy in music, who's just trying to, share his music, I guess you said, you could say, or her music, where is a good place for them to get started as far as producing and distributing their content?
1: I would say just just start recording on your phone. After recording stuff on my phone and being concerned about it for Anchor, concerned about the quality, it seems to be that it doesn't really matter as long as you know, you put your feeling into it, you put your, your talent, and everything you have into the recording at that moment. That's all that matters. And people will enjoy it. It seems like people are enjoying the music that I produce here. And that's just recording it by setting my phone down on a desk or a coffee table and then playing. There's I don't have anything going into my my phone, like an rig or anything, which I was concerned about going into it. But now I'm not so concerned about getting an iRig because it sounds pretty good and it works. So I would just say start recording.
0: Now, isn't it crazy that technology has advanced that far? Like, Could you imagine sitting down with like, the Rolling Stones and be like, here, just hold this little white box next to your guitar. It's going to sound great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised that if they were just starting, if they would do something like that. Right? Absolutely. I think Band to do something like that, uh, to just start recording something on their phone, uh, and and have a, a finished piece of work to release.
0: And see, that's where I, music, and really the creative space, but music particularly, just blows my mind, because everyone gets so fixated on the production, and it has to have this production sound. But isn't that why you go to the concert to get the personality and the imperfections so you can feel the music in a different way? Yeah, true. Right. Like, uh, that's the whole point of going to the concert and to be with the other fans. But to hear music purely is how I look at it. And then you listen to the CD when there isn't a concert to go
1: to. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole different feeling between the two. So
0: I just found it interesting that you said that because I get frustrated sometimes with my
1: friends that are
0: trying to do music and they're like oh i have to have a studio and it's got to have this that or the other and i'm like dude
1: just share like, exactly same thing with anchor and the podcast oh you gotta have all this you gotta have a good condenser microphone you gotta have you just gotta have a phone <laughs> isn't you that the truth <laughs> and you preferably a and not an a
0: samsung 8 for uh, certain people who are listening that know that inside joke
1: Oh yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I got the Samsung Seven, so okay, I guess I have issues then. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs>
0: all right, man, well, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Where, uh, where all can people find you here off anchor?
1: JeremiahCraig dot com, or just search Jeremiah Craig, and I should have about half of the first page. <laughs> people are starting to encroach in on my space, so I gotta gotta work at getting that whole front page again.
0: Yeah. People are finally learning the new uh, Google SEO algorithm, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) competition's fun. And uh, for parting, if you could have a billboard that millions of people would get to see with a quote, infographic, or saying, could be even the line from a song, what would you want it to say?
1: I have have a mug that has a quote on it from one of my songs, and it's called... uh, I make no haste. I take a good taste, one that I can cherish now. So that's, I really like that because when I, when I am thinking about work and it gets a little overwhelming, it's about, you know, it's about the, the process and the journey to get someplace. So don't, it's basically a reminder to me to not hurry through the process in order to get to the end because I might skip some things. So it needs to be a good, a good, I need to have a good taste of the process in order to enjoy the process in, in, in order to jo- enjoy the rewards from that process. So I always remind myself with that quote from the song Viaduct.
0: Love it, man. Can't wait to see what's going on next year. And we'll definitely be doing more of these now that you're going to be back in town.
1: Sounds good. Thank you so much, Beast, and good luck with the rest of the day.
0: Now, thank you, Mr. Craig, for being one of my guests.
1: Anytime.